Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! A win for Hibs last night against Lucerne. Could the John McGinn derby coming up? Aston Villa up next if they win next week uh, in Switzerland. Hearts were 2-0 down, but then, well, who else? But Lauren Shanklin made it 2-1. So they're both still in it, Barry, you would say, after last night, the Hertz and the Hibs. Well, the, the first game in terms of Hearts, that was an important goal. Um, Belon Shanklin, no doubt about it. So they're still in the tie. And, and to be fair to Hibs last night, thoroughly deserved their, their win against a, a Luzerne team who finished, I think, fourth in the, in the Swiss League. So, yeah, both of them um, are looking good to hopefully get into the next round, Paul. Mark Weedy with us as well. Mark, wakey, wakey is one of the headlines this morning for Alexandra Bernabe and a message to Ray Hitati as well from Brendan Rogers. Yeah, Brendan Rogers just, um, you know, coping with his uh, weekly media duties and Paul and very much, you know, not that anybody would be in any doubt, but if they are, he's a manager. And what happened under Ange Postecoglou the past two years was sensational. Five trophies out of six, but it's Brendan Rogers' show now. He is a gaffer, he is the boss and uh, he's looking for 100% professionalism and commitment and attitude uh, and if you don't have that to go along with the natural ability that all Celtic players will have then you ain't going to be in his team just ask Bernabé just ask Hitati but he won picked a team that won the game and uh, fair play to him and Barry how can you drop David Turnbull for Aberdeen which is a huge game some people a week ago thought Hitati would start but didn't yeah I, I don't think you, you can drop David Turnbull obviously scoring a double um, he was a, the real bright spot in the, the final third um, and he's been waiting for this opportunity David Turnbull he's obviously had a good pre-season he's obviously impressed Brendan Rodgers so I fully expect him to start up at Petaudry on uh, Sunday afternoon we're going to hear from Brendan Rodgers we'll hear from Cameron Carter-Vickers a player you don't hear too often the US international star Mark he was one of the contenders for player of the year and he's speaking about Navrosky and also saying cheerio to Carl Starfelt because to be fair domestically that was a great partnership yeah it was a really good partnership for Celtic uh, Paul as you say you know the both of them teamed up well I don't think they lost a domestic game when they played together did they um, and they obviously you know played a part in, in the five um, out of six I mean I think the, the positive thing is that, that uh, Carter Vickers is back fit he's back in the team because Celtic missed him the tail end of last season when it went for the op Carroll style fair it was good value at £4 million but I always felt that he was one position that Celtic could upgrade on Navosky I really like the look of said the word inside Celtic part is they are absolutely thrilled with him Paul proper yeah. defender and um, you know at four four and a half million pounds they think already that that's absolutely money well spent well we know the games this weekend the biggest games for us here in Go Radio is tomorrow three o'clock Rangers against Livingston then Ross County St Johnson and St Mirren Dundee and then Sunday twelve o'clock Aberdeen against Celtic Hearts against Kilmarnock and Motherwell against Hibs and we'll do the championship first and second as well Barry your excellent column this morning in the Daily Record you're saying the Jers new boys need to learn quickly time waits for no man in Glasgow yeah, listen, as I said, certainly in the west of Scotland you don't yeah. get much time but you, you have got to understand that they are a, a, a 
a new group of players mm. trying to get connections on the pitch and the only way you can get that is by playing games and training with each other um, so I wouldn't be too overcritical at this moment in time you could see it the game in, in Wednesday against Servette there was some good periods within the game then there was some obviously periods that, that they didn't click um, so that's another game under their belt then hopefully come uh, tomorrow against Livingston I would imagine that he would probably play Dessers and Danilo you again, want to see that don't you so they can start to strike up a, a partnership I mean it's it's great being on the training ground and doing it for a couple of hours but listen, when it really matters is on the pitch and when they play more games together hopefully they'll strike that good connection up Mark, you saw the game as well. Rangers looked to be yeah. two 0 and then Lammers. He's not the only person who's missed a chance in his uh-huh. life, but it seemed to make such a difference after that. Yeah. And then the penalty against them with VAR. What did you feel? Yeah, it was a wee bit of swimming game. Posit here on on Monday night. Just any kind of win for Rangers to take over to Switzerland. It gives them something to hold on to. Um, so I think given. The, the result at Rugby Park on Saturday and, and the performance Michael Beale said the performance was good I don't necessarily agree I don't think the performance was good in terms of yeah lots of possession but clear cut chances created how often did they make the commander goalkeeper work no good enough so I think to take a win against Servet uh, was good um, Dessers I love the way he peeled off uh, for his goal just that clever wee bit of striker movement anticipating the cross uh, from Barisic positive as well Barisic looking like his old self, getting down the left-hand side, putting balls into the box. And Paul, I think we've always kind of said here that, you know, with Barisic, because he's in the last year of his deal, he either signs a new deal now or you punt him. I think with Barisic, you might have to let him go for nothing next summer if that's what he wants to do. Because I'd always say that with a year to go. We always said that about Kent Morelos because they, they had value of whatever, 10, 15, 20 million. Whatever, 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 million. Yeah, whatever yeah. number you want to put on it. But for Barisic... His market value just now, he's 31, 32 a year to go. He might get a couple of million from him. It's no game-changing money. Um, so therefore, I, I would keep him, work away on him, see if he can sign. But if he's not signed in the last two or three days, keep him because I think, well, I don't think, I think it's certain he is the best left back at the club. And if Michael Beale's going to play a back four, then 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 Barisic is a guy that you're going to need. Coming straight back to that, Ajax and Sporting Lisbon and a couple of clubs in Germany are apparently monitoring Lille Abada. That's, uh, it's not breaking news, but that's uh, what's on Sky at the moment. We'll come back to that in a few moments with Mark and Barry. Barry, what did you take from the positives? I know there's negatives as well for Rangers. Um, you like the energy levels? Certainly in the first 25, 30 yeah. minutes, Paul. Um, that's what, I mean, if you hear Michael Beale doing his pressers, that's what he's, he's pointing to. He wants high energy, um, pressing up the pitch, quick, free-flowing football. They certainly did that in the first 25 minutes. Um, but I, I just thought they got into great positions in the final third, certainly in the second half, but they were wasteful. It was that final pass, that final cross, that final shot on goal. But that's something that I'm hoping going forward I'll click sooner rather than um, later. So you think Rangers on this one... We're going to talk Livingston in a minute, but do you think they're going to go through? It's going to be tough. Yeah. You said it was going yeah, to be tough. I, listen, I, I don't think it's a case of going over there. I think what will maybe play into Rangers' hands is Servette will open up a bit, knowing that they need to go and attack Rangers, so that might leave areas um, that Rangers can certainly exploit. But I think it's going to be a close one. I think Rangers need to be on it if they want to progress into the, the next round because it'll be a tough one they've got a brilliant home record there was I think they've only had one loss in the last year or so mm. um, so you know you're going into a, to- a tough place to play so Rangers need to be ready but they need to take care of Livingston first forget about next week make sure 
um, they take care of Livingston and get the first three points on the board of the domestic season Mark time and tide waits for no man but also they never lie down do they Servette that phrase comes to mind because they just seem to go and go and go yeah. I mean down to 10 men so that's two weeks running I know yeah. last week they, they played the whole game almost with uh-huh. 10 but they're, they're dogged yeah, yeah I mean that, that that's certainly a quality that they've got Paul there's a bit of old discipline you know when you're losing yeah. um, red, red cards and such important games it's not um, ideal just in the balance of just watching the game on TV on Wednesday night I'd say they're a they're a decent team um, but they're not you know they're, they're not a great team yeah. so I wouldn't I wouldn't be going to Switzerland with any fear but I'd be respectful I'd just be interested to see like Barry says if Surfeit are going to open up take the game to Rangers Rangers may be able to pick them off if Michael Beale's tactic will be let Surfeit have the ball let them come and then we can try you know nick possession and and, and um, you know go and hit them uh, on the counter so that'll be interesting but I would expect Rangers to get through but like in all these ties Paul um, they're, they're so nervy there's so much at stake you know you, you don't get a 3-4-5-0 it's always going to be tight you think of this time last year okay. Union SG and then PSV tight really really tight games it'll be the same again in Switzerland and hopefully if Rangers get through it's looking like PSV Eindhoven and they're going to have to really up it to get the better of, of PSV over two games but by that point Rangers have another two or three games under their belt and they should be in better shape and Barry you thought you are going to see a lot of Malik Tillman this season you might be seeing him not as expected but he's at PSV on loan yeah, um, I seen that. Um, look, it was one of the ones where I was unsure. I was fifty-fifty whether they should have obviously paid the the, the fee to go. But listen, it, it didn't happen. He's brought other players in. Um, listen, he's a talented kid. There's no doubt about it. Um, there's a, a real player in there, and I think the way that PSV play, I'll certainly shoot him. Um, but going over, I mean, I've been involved in many of these games before. Paul, these qualifiers. See if you don't go over and respect them and make sure you're on it. You're, you're, you're in trouble you're in trouble um, and I agree with Mark I think they're a, a good team they're not a top team but they've got players that can hurt you if you're not switched on Barry, Mark what's your feeling about Leila Bada? we saw it a few moments ago in Sky a number of clubs including some of the Portuguese unnamed German clubs looking for Leila Bada. no smoke without fire given that we're throwing in yeah, a few well, of these phrases tonight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do you wonder you, don't you well yeah. you, you, you can't stop speculation Celtic can't control if clubs show an interest yeah. in him or his agent wants to try and stoke a wee bit interest because the, the, the last narrative that we had on Leila Bada was Brendan Rodgers sat down with him one to one and made it clear with the player that he wants him to stay at least for one more year I don't think Celtic can well they, you know on the park they can't afford to sell a Bada they've lost Jota you look at a Bada's numbers goals and assists and he's only going to get better you know he, he, in IT as a 19, 20, 20 year old um, so I think a Bada's certainly one where you say you know give us one more year you've got a big part to play so I'd be very very surprised um, if Celtic sold Leila Bada and um, given how late it is going into the window Paul Brendan Rodgers um, regardless of the fee even if somebody said there's 12-14 million I don't think Brendan Rodgers would, would want to do it because you're losing an established first team operator on the right hand side can't afford that Barry do you agree? I like him and again he's at a brilliant age where I still think there's more to come from um, Leila Bada and he's going to be working under a top class coach who certainly if you look at his past clubs certainly improves players so it'll be interesting to see but I think it would need to be an offer um, that would blow Celtic away if they were wanting to deal um, deal in with Abada because I, I 
I do think he's got some something to offer this Celtic team going forward. Mark, and I've just seen yeah, sure. 111 million pound for Casado. Yeah. For Casado, yeah. From Brighton no, to but Liverpool. It, but is he going to Liverpool? Because the word no, was this I, afternoon. I'm just, I know. It's crazy. 111 yeah. know. He's 21 million. years old. They bought yeah. him for four million. Sure. So what's happened this summer? So yeah. So the latest is though we don't know if he's going to go to Liverpool. Apparently, I'm not sure that he wants to go there, does he? Because yeah, Chelsea, I think I, I seen on yeah. this guy today that he's he's got his heart set on Chelsea. Well, yeah, <laughs> but who knows? One hundred million. Yeah, the, the money. Where, when's it going to end? Well, exactly, and where? It's, it's not. It's, but we say that every year, don't we? We say that every year. You I mind know. the oh, I remember what twenty odd year ago when Roy Keane, you know, held out and got a fifty grand, and everyone went, "Wow, he's the highest played player in Britain." 50 grand that was you know so we say it every year when's it going to stop Covid will bring an end to it you know blah, 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 blah. nah it's, it's not particularly with Saudi Arabia yeah. and the frame now Paul it ain't stopped it's that changed it because Jude Bellingham was probably what was he again was it to about Real Madrid yeah, 130 one. I, and okay. I think that's where add-ons but listen he he could be the best exactly. I don't care what anybody says I've yeah. seen him a number of times and he has got everything as a midfielder Everything. Can you imagine if you're a Liverpool fan though? You could have had him for the same kind of money, you know, two months ago. Shows yeah, you how the market's moved. I thought Liverpool didn't go from for the simple fact as they didn't have that type of money yeah. to go and sign a player. Um but Bellingham, wow. what a what a football player he's he's gonna be. He is sure. just now, but I think he's just gonna get better and better. Yeah, the English game kicks off this weekend as we know. We'll talk to you about it who's going to win the title what is the latest in Harry Kane though he's not Ange today wouldn't speak about it said well I think there's no point in speaking about him and he's on a flight Paul. is he on the flight he's on the are flight. you tracking he's it at the on, moment he's on the, yeah. he's on the, he's we're on the saying flight. that all morning he was at Stansted he's definitely, he's definitely yeah. on the flight he's on, but then I heard Andros Townsend uh -huh, his old teammate yeah. saying um, yeah he'll go to Munich he'll be respectful yeah. but he won't sign he won't right. sign from him. Munich mm -hmm. But then you've got others saying, no, he wouldn't have led Munich up the garden path because obviously behind the scenes sure. it's all been worked out. They and might not let him back. So, <laughs> yeah, but Spurs seem resigned to lose them. I, I think a deal will get done. And by the way, one of some of the other stuff, some of the, the, the pundits on the road and the fans on the road, I mean, you'd think he was going to some kind of backwater. He's going to buy a <laughs> Munich. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's going to one of the best clubs in, in Europe. Yeah. So it's, it's a one-team league. A Man City have won the Premier League five of the last right. six seasons. Yeah, yeah, Is that not a yeah, one-team yeah. league? Yeah. So, look... Um, Harry Kane great move from feel a bit for Ange uh, yeah. I suppose you know, losing his, his, his top man um, but for, for Bayern Munich great great business and I hope Harry Kane goes over there and smashes it and I think he will Mark's right they're one of the giants yeah. of European football yeah. Bayern Munich and uh, do you know what I did I've seen a few comments for guys in, in the media saying why is he going there he's better staying at, at, at Tottenham but Bayern Munich they, I mean their, their stadium brilliant atmosphere inside it and some of the players that they've got oh. as well they're a brilliant team to watch Pat Nevin has been saying apparently that Kyogo and Ange there could be a reunion well he was saying I think he was asked would he make it down there he said he could see them get back together again at some point according not, to no this summer no chance no, no it's not, not going to happen this, is it? he's just signed a new yeah, deal this yeah. time next year maybe yeah you, you could yeah. see something when they rule something like that out but Right now, no, Kyogo's fully committed to it. And you see him last Saturday, Paul. Yep. Brilliant, playing a slightly different role under Brendan Rodgers and just looking sensational. There's no there's no money that would let uh, that Brendan Rodgers would sanction to sell um, Kyogo this summer. Barry smiled there just in case. I think I meant in the future. No, I, I've, I've spoke to quite a few people about Kyogo. No, no, yep. I'm not talking about moving to Tottenham. No. I'm talking about could he play in the Premier League? 100%. 100%. I think he's good enough to play. Whether 
he's good enough to play with a top four team. I don't know, but he's definitely good enough to play in the Premier League. He's he's been a a brilliant find. He's been a brilliant player for Celtic, and listen, he scores goals, but I think his all round game is is brilliant. And the biggest thing for me, he's an absolute buzz bomb, isn't he? Just he's mm. everywhere on that pitch. At the other end of the pitch, he's back, he's getting fit, Cameron Carter-Vickers. He's been speaking about one of the players that's come in to replace Starfelt. He's talking about Navroski. You know, he's a really good player. You know, you can see just, just in training, you know, the qualities that he has. Like I was saying before, it's just more about, it just needs time more than anything. You know, it's just about kind of building up connections, kind of knowing me knowing what he's going to do and him knowing what I'm going to do and just building from there, really. And Carl Starfelt following his heart and he's off to play at Celta Vigo. You know, I think it's always sad. Uh, you know, when you when you lose a team, especially one that you play so closely with, but, you know, obviously... Freeman was the right decision to move and, you know, we, we wish him nothing but the best. Um, so yeah. You know, all defensive partnerships take a bit of time. Um, I think that's just the nature of the position. So, you know, for me now, it's just about kind of focusing on, on trying to build connections with, with new teammates and, and new players and, and try and build that connection as strong as possible. And the changes under changes in style under Brendan Rodgers? I think there's definitely a few tactical tweaks that, that the new manager's made. To be fair, I've only been in, back now training with the team for about 10 days, so... I'm still kind of learning and picking up the little tactical tweaks that he's making, but you know a lot of it is the same kind of possession-based, high press. So, um, so yeah, it's just trying to little formation tweaks and tactical tweaks that, that he's making. Celtic fans, what are you thinking then about this coming season? It's underway. You're joint top of the table. Big game on Sunday against Aberdeen. Cameron Carter-Vickers and Navroski very early, but a good start for those two. Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing Paul is Navroski's at and actually um, left left-sided. Uh, I believe is he no. No, is he not? Yep. Is he more right? Yeah. Um, no, I, but I think, think he's left-sided. I think it brings okay. that 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 natural balance. Was well, Starfield? You know, Starfield had had one or two kitties. You've got to remember he was not playing his natural side, so you know he in many ways doing the, the team a favour. But just on Starfield, I've got Starfield, Moy, and Jota. Was there another midfielder that Celtic have lost this summer? No, um, I get mad. I'm just thinking in terms of first team starters. Strong. Somebody else retire. Anyway, so Starfield, yeah. Moy and Jota, you think about it, most of the time, the, the three guys are starting under the success. And I thought I know things have got to evolve and, and move on and freshen up. But I think that's enough of your first team eleven to be losing in the one summer. Jota, Jota, sensational money. Starfield, maybe personal circumstances, I've got a few yeah. quid and, and Moy unfortunately had to retire. So I think you're talking about a bad now coming back to the four. Well, you can't sell him this summer. You can't because even the guys that you've brought in they're, they're not known to the UK games so there's a, there's a period of, of, of settling in a lot of them are kind of young you know they've not got an, an abundance of, of experience so there's a few uh, to be bedded in so therefore you know bearing in mind that that's the guts of 30 million quid Celtic have brought in this summer transfer fees between Jota and Starfield you don't want to be selling um, anymore so I think that's it in terms of exits I think if you're Brendan Rodgers be putting his foot down now and saying I'm the manager I'm in control no more no more for sale signs above any of our players we want to strengthen in the last two weeks of the window we don't want to be losing any more of our top performers including the Swedish defender talks continue apparently yeah. with Gustav Lagerbilka who apparently looks good big powerful and they need more Celtic fans what do you think 08 08 17 17 700 and Rangers fans looking forward to Livy tomorrow be 50,000 there it's well, the start there's of the campaign there's not going to be any surprises from Livingston David Martindale will bring his team he'll set them up hard to beat try to frustrate Rangers so there should be no surprises in terms of what Rangers are going to face tomorrow what they need to do is have a bit of patience Paul as well they need to keep the ball move it quicker 
And if they do that, I'm sure they'll get the first three points of the season. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show Friday evening we love the weekends Barry don't we getting into it it kicks off officially at four it was with Joe tonight normally with Gina day off for her that's unusual isn't it but she'll be back on Tuesday and Mark we're into the weekend and a full card in every division England's on as well best time of the year isn't it when it's back everything back on yeah it's great yeah. You know, the, the, the EPL kicks off uh, tonight Burnley against yeah. Man City some cracking games Tomorrow, some cracking games on Sunday. Same with our own league full championship card. Tomorrow, normally there's a Friday night game on um, up here. Uh, so, I, you know, between our, our top two leagues, Paul, and England, starting them. And we've all got an interest in different um, English football for different reasons. Um, but uh, I think it's shaping up to be a cracker down uh, there again. In the championship, you just mentioned Airdrie against Partick Thistle. Air United and Verness, two great games. Dundee United and Fermline. So the newcomers mm. against the team that have gone down. Queen's Park against Arbroath and Wraith Rovers against Morton. And our own Stephen McGinn, who was on last night, he was in top form along with Andy Walker. Um, I don't think he'll really play this weekend, but it's Cove Rangers against Falkirk. That's ah, a journey. Miss that one. Do you think so? Okay, yeah, he'll miss that one. He's got it in his contract, hasn't he? <laughs> and, he does uh, well in 50 miles. Your other team, Barry, Rangers B team. Are, sorry, Hamilton Ackies are at uh, Kelty Hearts, your old team. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some really good games, aren't they? Right down yeah, the Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. just looking at the games. Yeah. Certainly in the championship, there's some tasty ones yeah. in that championship. I mean, that, that's going to be another crack league, isn't it? The yeah, championship. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to go right down to the the, the wire. Um, you look at some of the results. Morton beating Air United. Yeah. I, fan, yeah. I fancied Air yeah. United getting something who were really good last season. Um, but look, it's. Uh, going to be nip and tuck that one I think there's three or four teams that are more than capable of winning that league look through the window there through the screen Leslie Anna big Morton fan dancing there because she's doing the come dancing for the Beatson which uh, some of her team are Mark you'll be going along in the night in October we'll be there supporting them for the Beatson yeah. Cancer Charity yeah, October the 7th yeah, yeah looking forward to it should be a good night team go who's going to win the title do you think I thought you were going to ask me who's going to win no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just a wee bit disappointed right I'm, I'm yeah. a bit disappointed you're not getting that <laughs> I, I would love to see you in the dance floor <laughs> oh, yeah, oh thank you have you seen them a few oh, years back I, 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 I can fade you both down wee high heel shoes on on the line now Jim White Jim good evening let's get some who's going to win the championship Barry gave us a surprise last yeah. week, yeah. Uh, Dundee United for me. I don't remember. Maybe it's a bit yeah. obvious, but yeah, sure. Dundee no, United. No. Okay, and you're the Rovers. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to stick with the Rovers. I okay. think they've made quite a few signings. Um, but listen, I watched Dundee United last week against Arbroath, and that's a tough place to go. And I was very impressed with with Dundee United. Um, they'll, they'll definitely be up there. Um, Jim Goodwin's building a good squad he's, he's made a lot of good signings guys who have got championship experience so as I said Paul there's three or four teams that are more than capable of winning that league so it'll be interesting it'll be a brilliant league to watch they'll be doing it without uh, Charlie McGrew who was in good form the other night with you Barry that's the first time yeah, you've got yeah, yeah, yeah it was interesting to see his, his thoughts and um, what he's going to want to do yeah. going forward mm-hmm. in terms of he want to continue his career and I think he's doing the best thing he's taking a couple of weeks out He's letting it sink in. Um, he's he's chatting with the people who he trusts, mm-hmm. and as I said, it's it's good getting advice off other people. But he's got to make a decision himself, and I'm sure in the next couple of weeks he'll 
he'll make the right decision for his himself and his family. Mark, we did say that we'd be the agents if there's an offer in from the Middle East for him. <laughs> the money over there. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, yes. Let's get back to here. Cinch Premiership tomorrow then. Michael Beale. Uh, Rangers looking for the first win. It's only game two, of course, in the league. Uh, here's the squad update from the manager. One or two bumps and bruises we just need to assess now. Uh, so one or two will miss out. I'm not going to give you any names or I'm not going to give Davey any names today rather than yourselves but no there's one or two that we'll need to protect this weekend um, because they've got one or two things niggling in the background Barry's not giving too much away there at all probably quite rightly yeah that's what you've got to do yeah. don't give David Martindale um, any team news so it'll be interesting to see I, I think Ryan Jack come off I've got to say and I've argued with, with Derek mm. who's come on and he was like yeah. why do you want Ryan Jack well there's the, the proof I thought Ryan Jack alongside Suter and, and Barisic were, were Rangers best players um, I think he's so important Ryan Jack yeah. he's got that experience he anchors in the middle of the pitch which allows other players to go and produce the goods yeah. further forward so for me going forward I think at this moment in time when Rangers need to get results I think Ryan Jack's key in the middle of the pitch yeah he's selfless he's no ego yeah. you know he just yeah. you know do your job you'll follow a tactical instruction and he's disciplined and it's great for Suter and Goldson to know mm -hmm. that they've got somebody there in front that won't wander that will do his job to the letter right, bang on and it was getting into like a back three as Ryan, yeah. Ryan Jack was getting in between John Suter and, and Connor Goldson but he just brings a wee bit of calmness as well which I like because sometimes I know what it's like at Ibrox the fans are desperate for you to mm -hmm to keep going it's impossible to do that every single minute he just gets the ball and he keeps things simple and what I said is it's so important to have a player in there that's got the discipline that's key as well and certainly going away to Servette next Tuesday you need disciplined players he's, he's got the trust of, he, of his teammates and just on John Suter Paul and, and I know some people blamed him for the opening goal the only yeah, goal in the game sure. come out, and, I, and I kind of get that he was, he was a wee he bit unlucky was playing, yeah. but have to say, watch them in that command game, taking that instant out of it, the way he's getting the ball. In terms of how Michael Beale wants to play, and again, looking at him against Savet, and I know he got booked um, for, for the challenge affair, but for me, and I, and I include Connor Goldstone in this, John Suter's the best defender at Rangers. He is the best defender um, at Rangers, for sure. And when you see him, I just feel so sorry for him and for Rangers that he missed so much the last year. You think, played at Livy the first game of the season, and, and, and that was him out for for months and months and months but you think of his contribution to Scotland Hearts in the Scottish Cup final he's a proper player and uh, I think if he, if he, I hope he gets into a rhythm but for me yes he, he's the he's the best defender at Rangers let's ask what Barry thinks well I'm not going to argue with that because uh, I spoke to uh, you see it in, in my column I've said mm -hmm. uh, John Suter for me has got everything a modern day defender you want sorry and a modern day defender he's quick he can handle the ball great passing range um, and I, I love when he drives he, he done it in a few instances in, in Wednesday night he drives into that midfield area and releases a pass and it's just brilliant to see that he's come through a full pre-season and now I think hopefully you're going to see the benefits of that as John Suter is a, a Rangers player really like him always liked him it's just unfortunately he suffered a few injuries wasn't a great season for him last year but he came back at the tail end of it and this year, I think he could be one of Rangers' most important players. We got him for nothing. Yeah, think about for it. sure. Free, free chat or applause, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And from not Hearts. just for Rangers, for yeah. Scotland yeah. as well. Euros sure. coming up. Yep.
So your question this morning, Barry, was that look, you don't get time at Rangers or at Celtic. You don't get time. And you were talking about it in your column. And uh, the manager was asked today, Michael Beale was asked, are you going to get time in the cauldron that is Scottish football and being at Rangers? I don't think any manager does now. I, I lost my first game as QPR manager as well, 1-0 away from home. And that didn't feel too great either down in London. But yet yeah, you'd certainly uh, hear you're in a goldfish bowl, but... No, I believe in what we're doing. I think the fans that come to the stadium the other night, they were unbelievable. They support this team through thick and thin, whether we're home or away. We'll go to Geneva next week. We'll sell out our section there. We'll be packed out again tomorrow and the fans give this club everything they can. Uh, I think that naturally if the team underperforms, there's always one or two groans. We're no different to that. But I think when they're behind the team, their support is, is extremely helpful. Um, but with social media and all the things like that, then um, it's not always your fans that are after your players as well, but every manager faces that. Barry? There's nothing like it. Yeah. That's just the way it is, Paul, up here. Um, even a draw at times is um, a disaster. Look, a draw's not good enough. A defeat's yeah. a, an absolute disaster. What he needs to do is, listen, he got the result. The main, most important thing for me was, in, in Wednesday night, was getting that first win you hope that builds a bit of confidence and they've got a, a perfect game for them on Saturday Livingston coming to town um, they're at home there'll be 50,000 Rangers fans there um, getting right behind them and they need to make sure they get three points um, but it's very very different up here for anywhere else um, that's just you come under the spotlight 24-7 sure. Paul and you can't get away from it Here's Michael Beale speaking about tomorrow's opponents, Livingston. I think David's done a fantastic job on the budget that he's got and the way he goes about it. He does well in his recruitment. He's um, he's done fantastically well. There'll be a tough nut to crack for sure. They'll make it difficult for us. Um, and it's important we find the answers to the problems they solve. Mark, he's shorter today. In, Michael Beale. And the answers, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, what well, I mean, I just watched it on on Sky and listening to the clips um, here, Paul on on go. Yeah, it just, it just seemed uh, yeah. a wee bit more uh, withdrawn um, from things today. Um, which is his prerogative. Yeah. It's up to him. To be honest, I think he, he he's been saying too much and 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 too open and tripping himself up a wee bit and just leaving himself open to to, to be criticised of things um, don't go to plan. So um, yeah, if he's been. If he's been taking advice just to rein it in a little bit, I don't think that's a, a bad thing. But ultimately, Paul, it's about what you do yeah. on the pitch. And make no mistake, if you think there's been one or two mumbles and grumbles on the back of losing at Kilmarnock and certain elements of the performance on Wednesday night, he ain't seen nothing yet. He needs to get into that Champions League. You know, um, come a fortnight uh, time, if Rangers are, are not in it, Michael Beale will be under pressure and pressure that he's never felt in his career. Even though it's before. PSV? Yeah. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst got him through Paul this time last year and had won a Scottish Cup. He was sacked three months later. So, Michael Beale, remit, and bear in mind if you're part of the hierarchy and you've given them you know, the guts of 15 million quid to spend, the biggest spend that the club's had in, in, in several years, um, you've got to deliver. Whether it's PSV or not, you've got to uh, deliver it's incredible pressure Barry's been there I'm, I'm talking from somebody in the outside Barry's been right in the middle of that scenario it's incredible pressure probably a little bit unfair however it's a bit harsh, it, it is what it is mm -hmm. and you've got to deliver you've got to deliver Barry would you agree 
if they go through, then they have to yeah, win. Yeah, they need to have a great PSV. pass, Servette. Yeah. First, there's no doubt, as I said, that I don't think it's going to be an easy game. I think it's going to be a very close game, in fact, um, next Tuesday. But I would fully expect Rangers to find a way to get through that one and then obviously come up against what it looks like it's going to be PSV. Um, look, stranger things are happening, but listen, I watched that PSV and Strumgratz game and and uh, oh, I was I was impressed with, with PSV. Uh, back of Yoko out in the right hand side, cutting in on the left peg, pace to burn. Um, De Jong up up top, who's got the experience? There was on a boy in the left hand side, Lang, I think it was. That three looks so so dangerous. Um, but I agree, they've got to make sure they get into the faces the. the Champions League um, group stage, Paul. bit more from Michael Beale, as we're hearing there. He was asked today what motivates him as Rangers manager. Just to work with the players. It's a new team. As I say, it's a reloaded squad. There's lots of new faces. The challenge is to get that team, you know, really slick as quickly as we can. I thought there was real positive signs in midweek. You'd like to score one or two more goals and then it would have almost been a perfect evening. But it doesn't always work like that. The excitement is coming in and working with these players every day and building this this new Rangers team if you like there was a lot of familiar faces in the squad last year it seemed that people maybe got a little bit fed up with some of those faces so we've got some new ones now so let's learn and support them and work to build this new team I'm hugely motivated by that Alright some calls coming in on Rangers we'll go onto the line soon 08 08 17 17 700 uh, match of the weekend probably is Aberdeen against Celtic it's the Sky game on Sunday 12 o'clock Brendan Rogers speaking about his return to Bataudry. So I think it's going to be a real challenge for us. The memories up there, yeah, I remember going there, We one of the best performances that we had when I was here uh, was one evening. I think from when Aberdeen had played last, we had, that was going to be our fourth game when we were playing them because of the, the, the change in games. We went up there one evening and we were absolutely outstanding. We won 3-0, played really calmly in the game. Our level was a really, really high level. So that was that was a very good performance. Uh, I remember Brownie getting kicked up there and having a dance, and uh, that was that was a funny memory. Uh, but overall, I can only remember really competitive games against Aberdeen, the the Scottish Cup final, of course, and, and the League Cup final were, were games we played in finals. But um, no, I never anticipate ever an easy game against them. It's, uh, it's always a tough place to go. Uh, so we go there expecting to, to have to fight, to have to uh, play well to get the result. And we'll preview that game and everything else with Barry and Mark next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! And you know, we've teamed up with Alea, so someone tonight could win £250 to go to the, the revamped sports bar Ooh. at uh, Alea. Someone's going to be on in the next hour of the programme. Last week, Mark, it was uh, £200, wasn't it? Somebody won, and the week before as well. So could it be the maximum £250 tonight? Let's hope could, so. Could be good. Have you yeah. left? Barry's going to be some week. Have you decided yet which game you're going to go to this weekend? Have you decided? There's so no. many different ones. No, I've, I've yeah. not decided. I'll decide in, okay. the, in the morning, Paul. Yeah. Um, a couple of my mates um, are mulling over different games so um, we'll decide in the morning so something up with my mic yep. 
No, not yep. at all. You must be pressing yep. something. Yep. You're loud and clear. Barry Ferguson to the nation here. Listen, thanks to everyone. More and more people making the switch and listening not to surprised. the programme. Sean Tracy was on today, um, top businessman who was saying that he was tuned in the other night, enjoyed it Monday night, you two on as yeah. well, on the way back from the airport and uh, loving the programme. So thank you to everyone. More and more people making the switch. We're on from five every night, Mark. Yeah, you know. yep, the awareness, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's just all about awareness. And yeah, I think once people get to listen to us, Paul, and get to know more about us in the, the stay with us, which is a good thing. Looking forward to the games this weekend. bit more from Cameron Carter-Vickers speaking about, well, the squad as they go into the new season. I mean, it's difficult to say. You know, I think we're in a good place right now. If the season just started, the squad's definitely, definitely strong. And, you know, I mean, you can see it in training, how competitive it is that, that everyone's right up for it and everyone's, everyone's competing, competing to play. And he's on fitness after the operation in May. Yeah, I think that's, that's a hard one to do. I think there's nothing like getting fitness... But, I mean, the best way to get fitness is to play games. So, for me, it's perfect for me. I'm, I'm, I feel good because obviously, even though I didn't train with the team for that long, I was running on my own for a while. So physically, I feel good and I'm, I'm ready to play. Mark Ange got that one right, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he missed you know, the cup final. Yeah, I mean, you think Celtic initially got him in loan from from Spurs, and then you know, you know, there was one or two, you know, six million quid, six and a half, whatever it was. It's a lot of money, um, but what an investment! I just said five minutes ago. I think John Suter's the best uh, defender at Rangers. I think. Cameron Carter-Vickers is the best central defender in the country um, and he's so important um, to, to, to Celtic and if he can get a relationship going with Navroski, which is obviously uh, the plan then you know it certainly puts Celtic in a in a, in a strong uh, place but yeah he just he reads the game superbly well Paul he, he really does it's, it's that bit of movement it's that anticipation uh, that he has in his game and um, you know any number nine that comes up against Carter-Vickers You've got to be really on it to, to have any chance of getting the better of them. Top scorer so far is uh, David Turnbull. And what an impression he's made, Barry. This is the manager speaking about him. Well, uh, so long as the consistency and performance and the and the mentality is right, I think that's important. I think that he's waited a bit of time here to get an opportunity. But as I always say, the responsibility is with the player. And if he can continue with the level of mentality and attitude to, to improve, then he'll be a great asset for us in, in the club. So, um, so yeah, but, uh, but he's doing very well. But it's consistency now. Yeah, you like him, Barry. Could be good for Scotland as well, another yeah, great midfielder. I've always said he's a very talented player, Paul. Um, it must have been tough for him last season. He'd never get many opportunities, but um, it was a big pre-season for him. I think we spoke about him uh, before the end of the season. and He was one of the players I thought, he's at an age where he needs to go and at least have a, a better chance of playing but he's been in pre-season he's obviously impressed Brendan Rodgers and that's why he started the, the first game and um, what a what a good way to start the game scoring that double so for me I don't think you can leave him out of the team um, come Sunday afternoon Mark they've always said Brendan Rodgers makes players better yeah. but it's one he's giving him a chance and improving him as well I, I mean you know, Paul I'm just jotting down some names here from, from oh. his first spell Tierney Brown, Forrest, Rogic, Callum McGregor, who's still there now, now the captain. But the thing about that is, Brendan Rodgers will give you an opportunity to become better. He'll say, listen, if you want to put the work in and listen to me and listen to my staff and listen to our methods, we'll help you get better. You know, We'll give you the best possible chance of being the best player that you can be at this level. So those guys bought into it and they worked at it. Did they force them? Was they pulling them out of their bed and, 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 and handcuffed them to the goalposts at Lennox Town? They made a, a decision. Well, I want to get better. I'm going to put in the extra time. I'm going to listen to this guy. The same applies to this this current squad. Remember that? And, and, and I don't know 
but reading between the lines maybe that's just a wee bit of a wee message to Hitati I said that'll make you better but buy into what I'm doing you know Ange signed you you might have had a good relationship with Ange I don't know but I'm the manager now I'll make you better you know you want to get a move to a bigger and better league let's let's work together and I'll make that happen it's, he's thrown down the gauntlet to Turnbull put in the effort put in the work rate not just for one or two weeks it's over a period of nine or ten months you want to be successful with Celtic and win a title as Barry knows it's over 38 games it's not over eight or nine games so it's about producing the goods and being a dedicated professional over a period of, of, of 40, 42 weeks in the year He's been speaking about players coming in he's not saying much about it I'm really pleased with, with the players that's here the guys that uh, I inherited been very, very good uh, been really pleased with the attitude and energy of of them, because uh, it's 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 always difficult, you know. It's a, it's a new cycle of work. It's it's not a continuation. It's a new cycle, a new manager, you know. Tweaks in the 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 philosophy of of how they work and how they play. A lot of the principles are the same, but they still change. But those players, the players have reacted very very well, and I've been really pleased with that. But naturally, I would want to strengthen before the window shuts in order to. Uh, to play the number of games that we have to play with the strongest squad that we possibly can. And no surprise, Barry's not going to give any hints of who it might be, but it could well be the young Swedish defender coming in. Um, who could be going from the club? Because they need to you know, pair the squad. It's too big at the moment. He was asked about that. And uh, he will answer yeah, it now. Yeah, I would think so. I think I think in terms of players, we'll, we'll, we'll probably move on that will want more game time. Like I said, I've spoken to a lot of the players in terms of where they're at and where they stand. So I think everyone that we'll have here by the by the end of the window will, will want to be here. But like I said, there, there could be some movement. Players that were maybe, you know, that was maybe felt that they were going to move on. You know, the players like David Turnbull has, has done excellent over the course of pre-season. He's come in, he made a really good impact. I like him as a player. So sometimes players get that motivation to stay and want to fight and want to work and show their quality. So... Um, but overall, I do expect some to leave and uh, because they'll want more game time. Uh, you know, I think one of his messages, I would, I would say at least three, possibly as many as five will go. Um, and let's see, I don't think there should be any more first-team regulars leaving. They've lost three um, already and I don't think you want any more. I think what Brendan Rodgers will be looking for now, Paul, between now and the close of the window on September the 1st, which is, what, three weeks tonight, um, is um, more ready-made players now it's a great model we have you know to, to, to buy it 2 or 3 million and, and sell it 10, 12, 14 whatever. I mean, it's a brilliant model but when you've brought a manager back like Brendan Rodgers and when he said he wants to also go and put a dent in Europe now but that he's not talking about being in the last eight of the Champions League that, that's not going to happen but you know starting to win games again like they used to and maybe having a wee go at the Europa League I think there comes a point where you need to buy more experienced players. And I think Celtic have got enough wrong, good, raw talent that, that, that they can move on. But I think now he'll be looking for one or two that you, you'd consider to more be a kind of finished article. Um, and I know they don't come cheaply, but I, I think there's enough young players now. He'll be looking for guys that know their way around the block, that have got the mentality as well as the ability to go and cope with what's coming over the next 10 months because you've got a Champions League campaign to navigate you've got a Rangers team to navigate you've, you've got a, a cup that the, the League Cup finals in December you've then got a Scottish Cup you've, you've got a league so um, he, he needs help because he'll know I think we can all see it albeit it's only the first 45 minutes of the season against Ross County 
but Celtic do need to freshen it up and they need to freshen it up with two or three proper players it's a really high benchmark for him isn't it Barry not only you know last season under Ange Postacoglu but when he was at Celtic with two trebles in a row it's hard to beat yeah he'd be so successful and obviously the manager that's left Postacoglu yeah. to go to uh, Tottenham um, was so successful as well so he's coming in a pressurised situation mm-hmm. where he's he needs to make sure he gets off to a, a good start and I think he'll still sign two or three players I, I think he needs first team ready players as, as Mark's just pointed out he's, they're, they're buying projects which has worked for Celtic brilliantly but if you're asking my opinion we're watching Celtic over a couple of pre-season games and obviously watching the Ross County game I do still think they need two or three players that are ready just to go in and slot into that starting eleven. Adam's been on asking what do you feel now about the goalkeeper position we talk, we spoke about it on Monday night um, Brendan Rodgers has spoken a little bit about it not saying too much um, but John Hartson the following night said no Joe Hart is the number one should be the number one and uh, he totally agrees with that Brendan Rodgers was asked about the goalkeeping position just listen all three keepers obviously Benny was here when I was here and he was a he was an excellent understudy he, he plays how you know modern keepers should play in terms of being able to deal with the ball at his feet and he makes saves so but he's been a great support and very loyal to your number three since he's since he's been here Benji I obviously haven't seen so much he's come in he hasn't played so much uh, but again a, a goalkeeper with a really really good attitude uh, to his training to his work and he's always there and works hard every day and Joe Hart speaks for himself Joe's come in he's had a fantastic career he's so ambitious to do well he knows he's getting towards the end of his timeline as a as a, as a player but he wants to maximise that and in order when I see him work in order to do that and to play as long as he can he, he's working ever so hard uh, to uh, to be the best that he can now he's a great guy and uh, he, he makes crucial saves for the team so, um, so yeah. So, like I've said before, it's assessing everything, and I always like to give players and, and individual players and and the units within that that time we've got through until I said another three weeks, and and by the time that time comes, I would then hope that I'll have everyone on board in order to to go forward for a really exciting season. Assessing everyone. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's not ruling out the possibility of signing a goalkeeper, and and rightly so. Listen, for me, Paul, I don't have a problem if it was Joe Hart. I think Joe Hart's a more than capable number one for Celtic for the next 12 months. However, if there is better out there, then yeah, eh, go and get him. Brendan Rodgers will have had discussions also with, with Stevie Woods, his goalkeeping coach, who he trusts implicitly. He was there when he, when he worked um, there the first time um, around. So, you know, Stevie's judgment is very, very good. Um, but I, I think I said that in Monday night, and I'll say it again, if there was a goalkeeper out there, that Celtic felt they had to pay seven or eight million pounds for. I think they would do it. You know, you've you've got to value goalkeepers as well as any other position um, on the pitch because it's so important. So if they can find better, yeah, of course you, you go for it. If they don't, I don't think Brendan Rodgers will have sleepless nights having Joe Hart as his number one. Barry, you know him. You played alongside him. He'll be looking for a great game on Sunday, won't he, Joe Hart? Yeah, because he's come in for a wee bit of criticism, yeah. but knowing Joe as I did for the season I played under him he'll be determined as ever he probably went into training this week and trained the way he, to be fair to Joe that's one thing that stood out about him he was first in last out he was a, an unbelievable trainer so people give him a wee bit of stick listen he's been in the game long enough to he, he can handle that he'll just um, want to go out on Sunday and 
and make sure he puts in a, a, a decent performance for Celtic. But as Mark just mentioned there, he's not really not signing a goalkeeper, but I don't think they could sign a goalkeeper with three being un, un, on the book, sorry. They would need to obviously let one go. I'd imagine it would be Segrist that would that would be the one that would maybe move on to go and play games of football. But for me, he's, he's never been the best with the ball at his feet, Joe Hart, but what he has, he's a, he's, he's a presence and he's a character and he's great to have about the place and he's a, listen, he's played at the highest level. He's a tall goalkeeper. Big Joe never slept in, did he? He never missed a team meeting, unlike no. Alexander Bernabe. <laughs> well, he was that, always that, first in, Joe. That's a poor one. Did you ever miss training? I think I know the answer to that. No, were you, were you ever late? No, you're, you've got to... If you, you're set a time to, to be there at a meeting, I always... We get told as uh, youth players to make sure that meeting was 15 minutes beforehand, so you would obviously set the alarm to make sure you're 15 minutes early, so... Um, listen, it, it could happen at times, but no, I, I was I was never late, and I can't think of any players that I played with. I'm just trying to think about meetings coming in, been late. Just before you, what about Ali? Was he late? Because he's notorious, wasn't he? And he would say, "This is the earliest yeah. late I've yeah, ever been." The earliest you know? I, was, yeah. I, I just can't. I, no, but you can't be late for, for meetings. Sure. Meetings are are so important. <laughs> so that, that's if a team, yeah. if a meeting was at ten o'clock, I'd make sure I was there at quarter to ten. Mark, yeah, it's not good enough. Really, fired, is it? Oh, get Bernard, fired, no, of course. Yeah, Bernard, no, it's not good enough, Paul. Yeah, yeah listen, we have a wee no, uh, laugh and sure. joke. You know, yeah. but he, he said a, a previous misdemeanor as a new, ma as a new yeah. manager coming in, he should be wanting to make a positive impression. He should be doing everything in his power to try and oust uh, Greg Taylor from that left back spot. Albeit, I believe Greg Taylor's better than him anyway. But uh, for Bernard Bain, no, it's not acceptable. He really needs to up his game. We're late for the news. Back oh. in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face -face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. This is Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi and we're going on the lines in a moment or two how's the flight tracker going Sky Barry are actually showing you where Harry Kane's plane is at the moment so he yes. is on the way to München yeah. <laughs> it's crazy what they can do now um, I've yeah. actually got that up my phone I'm, I'm yeah, into that you're I like into that flight, flight radar tracker. check the private jet where yeah, is that's it that's similar yeah. to your one isn't it oh, thank you, you fly. Yeah. where have you been flying <laughs> yeah. in the summer in Caicedo it looks as though he's <laughs> no, not he's going to go to Liverpool isn't it 111 million yeah. pounds Mark and yet he doesn't want to go yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I feel a bit for, for Liverpool. They've also put a graft, bit of graft in to get that one over the line and Jurgen Klopp would be disappointed. But at least for the other clubs now, that, that's a fee being established. Uh, Paul, I think Chelsea were going to about 90, weren't they? And then all of a sudden there's an extra 21 million. But for Brighton, they bought them for 4 million quid two years ago. It's sensational business. What a club Brighton are. Oh, they, are the, sure. they are the benchmark now, aren't they? What a model they've got. And some of the players, again that they pick up for the prices that they pick them up at. Um, top quality players, they've brought in some amount of money over the last couple of seasons. 
no big signings in Scotland today, Mark. We're just checking there. You know what's going on. I mean, the word is Sky Sports are saying two unnamed clubs in the continent are going to put in bids for Lille Abada, but Celtic fans coming on the lines here and on the socials that Go Football Show are saying, no way. No, I'd, I'd, I'd be very surprised if Celtic sold Lille Abada, Paul, because they've already ro- lost three first-team regulars. Now, not unless Brendan Rodgers is a real established player lineup, but at the moment, no, I think you've got to keep a badder. For sure. Thank you, Mark. Win on the Go Radio Football Show with Aaliyah Casino. New opening hours from 10am to 6am, seven days a week. Yep, here's Martin, a Rangers fan on the line with a chance to win £250 tonight. Hello, Martin, good evening. Hi there. How are you doing? Uh, not bad yourselves. Uh, yeah, good. Thank you. Barry's there as well. So is Mark. I hear you're in a restaurant in the Merchant City. <laughs> oh, I'm just outside. Yeah. Oh, excellent. What are you going to have? <laughs> uh, I just ordered a risotto. I think. Excellent risotto, Barry. Is that putting you in the mood for that? Yeah, I like yeah, my risotto. Yep. yep, I like my risotto. Mark, you like anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a wee seafood, a, a seafood yeah. risotto or a mushroom risotto is lovely as well. Yeah. Martin, you could win £250. <laughs> it's £50. <laughs> per, you can tell it's a Friday, Martin. You can tell. Right, we've got five questions for you, £50 for each one, if you get it right, OK? Right, first question. Who scored the first Premiership goal of the season? So in the first game, who scored the first goal last weekend? David Turnbull. Correct, £50. Which team did Rangers beat to qualify for the Champions League last season? PSV Eindhoven. Oh, he's flying. He's flying. He's flying. Two out of two. Come on. Who was the Scotland manager before Stevie Clark? Alex McLeish. Too easy. Yeah, yeah. Barry's he's buzzing for you. What was the score when Celtic last met Aberdeen? So, end of last season, can you remember? Arthur Newman's old shirt number. Five now. Oh, Oh. wow. Can we give that, Mark? For sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's class. Well done. Yeah, Yeah. good clue. I like that. You get his number, you texting him because he's a Rangers fan. (laughs) (laughs) And right, this one which Premier side, which team is Tony Doherty the manager of? Sunday. Five out of five for the first brilliant, time. Brilliant. Barry Ferguson wants to say something to no, you. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, Listen, £250. Excellent. We'll see you at a later, Martin. I know, I was just about to say that. I'll see you for a beer. That's great, Martin. It's newly refurbished. We've been down to see it. It's amazing. It was open until six in the morning. I think we got the extension. Yeah, arrived at seven. (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, you will love it down there at the Clydeside. I'm sure you know it. And uh, yeah, well done, 250. Who are you going to take with you? Uh, I think it'll need to be a message into the group chat with all my pals. Good, yeah. And before you go back in to get the risotto at Amori, I think you're at, um, what are you thinking for Rangers? There's been so much chat. Nobody saw it coming last weekend. Or did you, the result at Kilmarnock? I knew it was going to be a tough game. It always is when we go down to Rugby Park. Um, so obviously, it's a lot of new players. They still need time to bed in. That was worse. When we play Kilmarnock, it's the only time that my wife wants us to win because she's a massive United fan. Oh, right. So she was even more raging as well. That's the one I, thing that I want you to do, and you yeah. can't do that. They don't like each other, do you? Because I worked in Ayrshire for a while. Oh, and, yeah. No. yeah. No. And you want to say to Barry, I'm sure you enjoyed him over the years watching when you watch Rangers. Oh, oh I was a big hero. I think I nearly deafened my gran when he scored in the 2002 Scottish Cup final. I was sitting in the car and she just got in just as he scored and I left out a massive roar. Barry, 
Brilliant special memories. day for yeah, you. Yeah, listen, when you think back to the some of the games that I was lucky enough to play in with, with some unbelievable players, that was a a brilliant day, uh, night, and the next four days after that <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Martin, what do you think is going to happen this season? Do you think the team will start to gel? Well, better than yeah. They've got to start to gel at some point and hopefully they can do better than they did last year. Barry, Sifuentes, you like the look of him? We're going to let Martin go because yeah, you can back in to eat so we'll wish him all the best. Yeah, well done, Martin. Enjoy well done. the 250 quid. Yep. Cheers, Martin. Cheers. Cheers, all the Cheers. best. Thank you. Um, yep, yeah. Paul, I'm, I'm looking forward to this young man. Um starting games for Rangers uh, I like to look at him when he come on he, he demanded the ball straight away looks to me he's physically quite strong as well because it's it's difficult to to tell but he, he looked to part and um, I think he'll start him tomorrow I think yeah. he'll play in the game tomorrow yep because I'm sure Michael Beale um, will be desperate to get him playing because um, they were desperate to bring him in he signed a pre-contract they weren't due to come in at Christmas so they paid, what was it, 1.2, 1.3 million for the final six months of his contract. So that tells me how much Rangers wanted to get him through the door. So I, I would expect him to start the game tomorrow. Here's Michael Beale. Let's get uh, maybe an insight. Is he going to start? He's playing tomorrow. Yeah, he's a prime example. He didn't get in until uh, late on the Wednesday, but uh, on the Thursday before, a bit of jet lag, but I wanted him to be on the bench just to see Scottish football, you know, eight subs. Let's just get him there and, and so he can understand the environment. Uh, still just only moved into his new place the last couple of days so he's in, a, in and out of the hotel I thought he was he was quite good when he came on the other night in a small glimpse but now I think he's ready he's been playing since January he knows his teammates there's uh, ever such a small uh, language barrier because he speaks decent enough English um, and he's ready to go now and I'm looking forward to watching him tomorrow we hadn't heard that he is in well yeah, he's, yep. yeah he's going to start tomorrow I, I, I thought that I thought that because they were desperate to get the deal done Paul because it would be easy to, to wait until Christmas because there is quite a few midfielders already in at the club but to pay 1.2 million get into the final five six month of your contract that shows me that they, they wanted him in as quickly as possible and the glimpse that I've seen him he came on. He, he, to be fair, he did give the ball away the first couple of times, but he wanted it. He wanted to get on the ball and, and try and make things happen. So it'll be interesting to see whether he plays as a holder or he plays that bit further forward because he can play both positions. Who would you put on the bench from the team from the other night? Well, it depends. He says there's one or two people with niggly injuries. So Ryan Jack did come off. So for me... That looks to me if he might replace uh, Ryan Jack um, in, in the middle of the pitch. Because, as I said, if Ryan Jack's got a slight niggle or he's not going to play, listen, wrap him in cotton mill. Because for me, Rangers need him at this moment in time. The manager was, he's been speaking today about how they play, he's been talking about transitions. It's not something that we get a lot in terms of transition, big spaces, to be honest. Sometimes away from home. Like, but if you look at Kilmarnock last week, it was that was not the case. That was. 21 players maybe in about 35, 36 yards. So you have to find solutions to all of it. Uh, if you had a choice, of course, you'd prefer bigger spaces. Um, we've got some athletic players, Danilo and, and Sam and Todd, they can bring us up the pitch. I thought both fullbacks really went for it the other day in terms of their running power in the big spaces. Abdullah Seema, I think, was the second or third fastest player in France last year. 
So there's another player there we got. Ravi Matondo gives us that as well. So if we do play against teams in open space, I think we're equipped. Our problems, like most teams really, is when you play against a team that sit loads of players back, it's who's going to unlock that door. And, and the combination play, your running, your, your outplaying 1v1 in those moments are really important. While we're playing that, Mark, we're hearing that Robbie McCrory could be wanted by Man United as a backup keeper. He's also been chased by the Polish champions. Legia Warsaw, would that be? Yeah, uh, so well, that's just that's just come in. Yeah, I mean, um, well, the, the, the Man United one certainly uh, a new one. Paul, what a move that would be uh, for Robin McCourt. I mean, I think one thing uh, there's, there's been, you know, a verbal agreement struck with Rangers that, that he can go, uh, whether that's in loan or, or, or permanently, um, because you know, obviously, felt that he's he's first team ready and he's not going to get that opportunity now with, with Jack Butland coming in. So he has to go. And move on. Also for Robin McCrory, he'll be mindful, Paul. I, th- I think there's a there's a Scotland place up for grabs um, for the Euro squad, not necessarily as the number one, but certainly uh, there could be a, a place up for grabs to be in Germany as part of the squad mm-hmm. next summer. So um, that's a decision for Robin McCrory. Does he want to go to Man United? Because let's point, he's not going to be the number one. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't even be number two. He would be going there as a number three, which would be sensational. But do you want to do that, or do you want to go somewhere like Allegri yeah. or somewhere mm-hmm. else and actually play? Mm-hmm. First team football, but a good position for the boy to benefit if yeah. if those two stories mm. are accurate, um, um, to have a decision like that to make. Polish champions, Rakov, of course. Barry, what do you think? It would be ironic with Jack Butlin coming from Man United, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. listen, he'll be disappointed um, that he's not going, going to get the opportunity, but he strikes me as a, a young man that um, wants to go and play now. he, I think he knows, and I, I think he's ready. I think he's ready to go and play first team football so I, I think he would go somewhere where he's got a better chance I mean Man United are massive don't get me wrong but Mark's just made a good point I never even thought about that there will be a position coming up in the Scotland squad because I think they're definitely going to Germany so he needs to go and, and play games of football to try and force his way into that squad It's so hard to break in for a young Scottish player isn't it? At Rangers, Celtic now, there are examples but not that many Yeah as I mean you need ability, but you, yeah, you need sure. a slice of luck as well, yeah. Paul. I keep saying that to people. You do need a, a, a bit of luck, whether that's injuries, whether that's suspensions, or, or whether it's a manager that really fancies you if he just clamps eyes on you and thinks, oh, you're, you're for me. Um, but unfortunately, it's not happened for the young man, so he needs to go and find um, football elsewhere. And um, I like that attitude, but that tells me he could be easy. He could sit about and pick up a good salary and be second or third choice at Rangers but he wants to go and play so fair play to the young man The manager's also been speaking today about Ibrox and what a unique place it is to be Unique place it's a, it's a unique place this, this city that we, we live in and the demands but everybody signed up for it I, I enjoy it believe, believe me if you, if you want but I enjoy it because there's an expectation and every game means something every game there's a challenge and I think you know Prime example is what we've already faced this week and what we're going to face in the next week with the three games we've got now. Livingston, Savet away and then Morton coming. Like the, the, for those teams, like it is for us, they're huge games. But it's Livy he wants to talk about. 
Yeah, obviously the full concentration is on this one. Very tough, loads of respect for David and the work that he, him and his staff do. Uh, so I think it'll be a tough game, yeah. And he said last night, though, was uh, the other night was an important win for them. Yeah, of course, of course. We've looked, It's the start of a new season and we've played two games and I get that we lost the first one, but it was a good, it was a good performance Wednesday and off the back end of last season, we were, we were in a good place. So it's important we don't go uh, overboard and... But it's certainly important that we win this weekend. Barry, do you feel it was a bit of hysteria early in the week after the Kilmarnock result or just it wasn't expected? No, I don't. I, I wouldn't say it's overboard. That, that's, that, listen, I've been up here long enough and Mark's the same and you're the same. You know if you lose a game at Rangers or Celtic, you're going to uh, come under a fair bit of criticism. Um, I, I was just frustrated with the game against Kilmarnock because you do know everything that you're going to come up against and even if you've got new players you know you're coming up artificial surface you know you're coming up an experienced manager in Dell who sets his teams up really well and hard to beat you've got to try and find a way whether that's playing brilliant attractive free-flowing football or rolling your sleeves up and making sure you come away with a 1-0 Rangers didn't do that and that's the thing that frustrated not just me probably Michael Beale probably the players and most certainly the fans so um, I expect the game tomorrow. Um, they win the game pretty convincingly, even if St. J- uh, sorry Livingston are going to come and play a certain way, because there's not going to be any surprises with Livingston sure. set up. They're going to play with three centre backs and two wing backs. I'd be shocked if they, they don't. So they know what they're coming up against, and I would guess that's what they'd be working on today in training and trying to find a way to, to get through that um, block and make sure you score goals and make sure you get three points on the board. This time last week a deal was done for Alex Laurie to go for Lowry for the season on loan at Hearts. They can call him back, I think, around about Christmas time, New Year. And what a good start he had. Here's the manager. Keep him as close to home as possible. I had a long conversation with Stephen Naismith about him and about what Stephen was looking for and about what Rangers were looking for for Alex. This is a loan to come back. as a loan to go and play regular after a broken season. He has no promises, he's got to earn it like everybody else, which I think is important. But I felt that Stephen was the right place for him and I think Hearts was the right club as well there. Obviously in Europe, the big game with Rosenberg, good luck to him in the second leg. I think it's really important for, for Scottish football. And Alex, I thought, did ever so well at St Johnston last week, considering he didn't arrive there until the Friday afternoon and, and probably had only met his teammates on the Saturday morning. So, listen, so far, so good. I think it's a really interesting loan for us and... Uh, it was just a case of Alex missed quite a bit of football last year for injury and different things and this year I really want him to play he's 20 years old and he probably missed a pretty much a season with injury so what a fantastic place for him to go and play which is close to home and where me and the staff can monitor him monitor he's every move but I trust Stephen with him because I think Stephen will be strong with him in terms of uh, the areas he needs to work on as well Barry yeah, it was, uh, it was very, very important that he get out and played games of football. It was going to be difficult for him again this season. Um, come on against St. Johnson, done well. Started the game against Rosenberg, played 60 minutes. Um, so that's what you want to see because, listen, there's, there's no doubt he's got ability. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing is he's going to a place where, again, the heart supporters, they demand. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's going to work well for both clubs. Hopefully he goes there, plays week in, week out. And if he does that, I think Rangers are going to get an even better Alex Lowry back and hopefully then he can force his way into the Rangers team. Mark? Yeah, he's, he's a really good uh, young player. Uh, Paul watched him a few times, obviously with 
Uh, Rangers I actually thought he'd have ended up with, with, with more games obviously um, the, the injury and a couple of other things um, stopped him but there's no doubt in his ability and if he dedicates himself to his profession then he will become a, a regular uh, Rangers player probably for, for this time next season but going to Hearts Barry said you know it's big demands here it's no holiday you've got 16-17 fans expecting you to produce the goods they expect you to be the, the third force um, in the country so there's pressure on him but I think he can handle it but as long as, as, as he dedicates himself to his job then he's got a big future in the game We'll get your predictions next Barry Mark for yeah, this weekend no that's coming up after the break The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products Let's go You should hear the chat during the break here on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Energy just talking about all the games coming up this weekend looking forward to all the potions and all the rest of it because I mean you know the players are so fit these days Mark aren't they you see the difference over the years Barry even since you stopped playing that the players the science behind it the way they look after themselves they are it's in a different level now, yeah isn't it? there's no excuses now Paul yeah. with uh, the way that clubs obviously have got sports scientists etc etc they've got everything laid on for them um, but it's uh, you've got to be an athlete to play modern day football you have um, and the fitness levels of these players is astonishing um, just you just need to watch them the amount of work that they put in as well people think oh it's only a couple of hours a day but it's hard work that couple of hours um, and then obviously there's stuff after training that you've got to do maintain um, things in the, the gym etc etc but I take my hat off to some of the players now in modern day football because for me it's got quicker a lot quicker than it was when I was playing and that was I mean I retired what seven, eight years ago yeah. not long ago Mark you'll have seen the difference as well just in yeah. the pace of the game there's, yeah. and, and, and as Barry said there you know, there's more of an onus in players now Paul to really know their, their opponent inside out you know know about the, 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 the tactics of their team you know and you'll get sent video clips and you and you work on them and you, and you jot things down and your you know, your concentration levels you know for 48 hours get into the game on your opponent and how you're going to help your team win um, is vast and, and, the, and the training sessions um, now like I said I watched Aston Villa training um, a couple of weeks ago yeah. in Washington mm-hmm. and, and you and I Emery you know almost an hour on a, on a play just to get out just to playing Brentford in a friendly mm-hmm. starting with Martinez in goal and almost an hour and just how to get out and, and get the ball into the, the final third in different ways but you know so it's fascinating you know it's not just a couple of couple of runs around the pitch game of fives and yeah. wee bit of shooting and, and in you go but, there's so much well, more to uh, it Matt makes a good but analyst as well is, you see the players two days before the game whoever they're playing against the team set up and then their direct opponent they've got actually clips on them to go and obviously study them so uh, it's unbelievable what, what, what goes on now where are we on Harry Kane watch? I know you've got flight radar there. Is there something news coming in from Munich? Just past Amsterdam. He's yeah. landed. <laughs> he's, he's on the way. He's, he's, he's yeah, nearly there. He's just about to go and get his 600 grand a week. His land. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, we, we want that money in the Scottish game, Barry. It's, it's never going to happen. Does it make it harder now for Celtic and Rangers? Given the goal, yeah, they've got to go yeah. into different markets, mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah, um, as Celtic have done, yeah, successfully. I'm just about to say so that's yeah. a, an example. Yeah. They've went to the Japanese market, the yeah. South Korean market, um, and generally they, they need to look at players, uh, other leagues, um, whether it's the Dutch league, Scandinavian leagues, um, and then obviously go down to England and 
and look at the championship and down because um, there's no way you can compete with the amount of money that's that's spent in the English Premier League and now even what's happening yeah. with the Saudi Arabian yeah. um, League and it's weird I mean I was reading that about Jota He's going out and loan. They go and yeah. spend twenty four million, and he's he's going out and loan. The, the owners have decided that he needs to go out and loan. Yeah. So that's it. He's definitely going, isn't uh-huh. he? They've yeah. decided he needs yeah. to go and loan. They've got another club for him uh, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Also, yeah. oh, it's another club in oh, Saudi. Yeah. It has to be for right. the okay. tax. Right. So that's doesn't it? Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's. But you know that, Mark. Yeah, Knowing those great tax affairs. So it's crazy, though, isn't it? Two hundred grand a week, and he's out and loan. But the game has changed. I'll tell you what is changing. We're going to go on to your predictions in a moment or two. But uh, Brendan Rodgers has been speaking about the issue of time added on this year. We know, I mean, the Rangers game the other night was what, was 100 minutes exactly. Uh, someone was at a game the other day, it was 115 minutes. Uh, here's Brendan Rodgers. I don't think he's a huge fan of it because of player welfare. Yeah, it's not ideal, especially if you're a club that's playing a lot of games in the season. You know, you're, you're getting eight, nine, ten minutes uh, of a game when I think the whole the whole nature of it should be to, to minimise the game time of players, you know, especially top players that are playing upwards of maybe sometimes 60, 70 games a season. If you're adding eight to 10 minutes onto every game they play and they're playing three times a week, that accumulation over the course of a season can, can equate to more games. And when you consider now that the game is, is multi-ball, you know, the ball should be in play more. Naturally, the game stops when uh, when there's a, a celebration, but that's that's what it is. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm not really in... A real advocate of seeing the, the board go up and there's nine, ten minutes, eleven minutes played played over the game time. Barry, what do you think? It's a good point yeah. he makes, but we spoke about it last week. I, I, I mean, if you're getting ten minutes, three games a week, thirty minutes, then you take that over a, a just yeah. say a monthly instead of a season. It's it's a lot of football, and um, yep, it's for me. I think it's too much. I mean, you just says what a game went on a hundred and fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, yeah. That's, that, that's absolute crazy mm-hmm. crazy I know there's five substitutes now and yep. that, that can help but I'm I'm not keen on it I'm not keen on putting extra minutes mm. on for celebrating a goal I'm not I, I'm not having that football's about entertainment but they're saying that some players waste too much time Mark and that's what they're trying to I'm for that to if, if somebody wastes yeah. time yep uh, add it on yeah, but yeah. for a celebration hmm no. I think just you know whatever it takes Paul is to, is to bring more positives into the game mm. and if that means 10, 11, 12 minutes going up, I'm in favour of it I don't have a problem um, yeah. I think, yeah I don't have a problem What about getting your copy into the papers I know those well, days are going for you, uh, you know, late well, night game yeah, yeah I mean yeah, I get it but ultimately it's about the product um, on the pitch and if players don't time waste then you don't have those mm. um, extra minutes so um, no, I, I don't have a problem. And, and another thing as well, fam, you know, we say now very much it's a squad game, particularly the bigger clubs. As Barry says, you're getting five substitutes allowed on now. So if I'm thinking, if I'm a sub and normally you know, it gets to the 88th minute and you're thinking, oh, you're, you're, you're just a wee token and you might give a couple of quid appearance money if the manager's putting you on great, good on them. Um, but you might think, well, actually, no, I've got maybe eight or nine minutes to go and make a wee imp. I'm, I'm going to get a proper wee runabout here. I want to go and score a goal. I want to go and link the play. So all wee different things, but. Overall, I'm in favour of it, yes. He was also asked about something else on it, Barry. Feel free. No, and just for the pace of the game as well, what I mentioned before when we were talking about, obviously, the way players look after themselves, I get that, but the pace of the game as well, um, it is a lot quicker and they do put a lot into the games. But listen, we just need to see how it goes further down the line um, and see what happens with it. How are you feeling for your game in a few weeks' time? The Masters... 
Yeah, to be honest, we have felt better. <laughs> you have felt better. <laughs> I yeah. felt better. Yeah, but listen, it's speaking to Mark um, before we went on on the other. It's starting to get like niggles for previous injuries, right. but the older players that I played we always says that and you, you know what it's like when you're younger ah, that'll, that'll never happen to me but now I'm starting to I'm starting to feel it because I do enjoy still kicking a ball about I do enjoy still doing a a bit of running or whatever but it's getting harder Paul as, as I go older but listen that's just part and parcel uh, having previous injuries sure. and, and taking stuff for a uh, play games when maybe you should have just took a step back and said right I'll miss one or sure. two games but listen it was my choice it's nobody else to blame apart from myself it's a short career isn't it though it goes it past a short so career. quickly yeah. as, and that's what I say to um, Charlie they're, 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 they're the best days of your life yeah. playing um, so if you're going to make a decision you need to be 100% sure because uh, your playing days brilliant days even through the, the good and bad times even the bad times it's yeah. tough but to be a professional footballer it's something you dream of of course millions of people want to do what you've you've done and play the game everyone in school when I was yeah. there everyone wanted all the guys girls didn't play as much then I yeah. love the fact they do now it's brilliant yeah. everyone want, wanted to be yeah. a footballer yeah but, but you know as well on, on, on top of that it gives you a focus in life like for any any line of work you know footballer and Football kind of gives you up. It's not like like our line of work. You can work yep. to you know whatever you want. You can get 40, 50 years at it. You know, as as a player. Can we chat later? <laughs> as, as a player. So for like, if you're you're talking about the example of Charlie Brown here, what's Charlie? 36, 35, 36. So you think, oh, okay, right. If you've got something else to go into, you get something lined up. Well, it's you know media, sure. pundit, yeah. another business, coaching, whatever. But make sure you've got something. Well, you know, because it can be a very, you know not having anything to get out of your bed for the one you need to have a focused uh, day to day I spot spot one spot one when when I always say I mean I started doing my badges for instance um, when I was I was 30 I think it's important and I, I say to my own son it's important to, to have something to fall back on when eventually that day day comes when you need to obviously uh, call time on on your career um, but listen uh, people don't realise as well footballers they've got to make a lot of sacrifices yeah. like things like first day at school for instance dancing shows f- their first game with their boys club or whatever mm, sure. y- you miss yeah. all that even births mm, yeah. at times Christmas day sometimes Yeah, I trained every single Christmas wow. day every single Christmas day um, but listen I wouldn't change it Paul no, sure. I mean yeah. I, what, a, what a job it is right. I'm no Listen, it was, it's the best job. You do something you you love. Uh, and as I always repeat, I'm doing, I've done something that millions of people would have loved to have done. So I'm I'm the lucky one. Mark, you combined both. I mean, you didn't have the career of Barry, but who does? <laughs> no, but you, no, but you played professional football. No, I said, I was very yeah, lucky. I sampled did. it full time exactly. two, two yeah. or three years and, and, and it was lovely. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I found that... Uh, uh, something else which obviously gives you as we're talking about yeah. more, more longevity yeah. but you know next to, to, to playing and running out a tunnel and all that kind of stuff then I, I would you know say it was a, it was the next best thing so yeah a really good uh, uh, career A player who should be playing every week you both we all love him as a player arguably one of Scotland's best is Kieran Tierney but he's not been playing enough and it looks as though his time at Arsenal looks as though right. it's probably going to be up we're just waiting to, to find I, out I, 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 
It baffles me. Mm. I don't understand. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing it differently. But when I watch Arsenal and Kieran Tierney's in the team, I think Arsenal are a, a better, better team. Mm-hmm. So why does your old colleague, your old teammate, Mikel Arteta, he, he, he does, know, he Managers have got different opinions, yeah. and they like different type of yeah. players. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I think he's a, a, a top player. And if he becomes available, and I've said it before, I know there was a lot of talk about Celtic, mm-hmm. but don't be surprised if your Man U's and mm-hmm. Man City's and things like that, teams like that, sorry, and even clubs abroad, um, if he becomes available at the price that they're saying, but they're saying thirty million pound or something, that seems yep. to be the kind of ballpark figure. Yeah. I mean, for that fee nowadays, mm. I think sure. that's a snap. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think he, he sees Sinchenko's his number one. Is it Mourinho that's other left back? Yeah. So I think right. he's going to let one of them go. It's a case yep. of whatever the money comes in sure. first for for which one. I mean, he always spoke well of him, um, but he's not a choice at the moment. Listen, George is on the line. A Rangers fan. Good evening, George. How you doing, boys? All right. Good, Good evening, George. Yeah, thank you. What's your point tonight, George? Well, just there was a bit of, uh, the game the other night. I mean, let's go back to the Kilmarnock game. Uh, I had guys on my group chatting that saying three and four, one and things like that. I, I, I think they were, they were drinking too much to write the game. To be honest, like yeah, because we don't yeah. go down to Kilmarnock and, and hammer them fours and fives. That just doesn't happen on that park. I think last season, I think they took thirty three or thirty four points at home. Um, I think they've got, I think they've got 40 points or something yeah. like that. So it shows you, I'm not saying it, I'm not making excuses. Of course I'm not making excuses. I think there's a lot of good players there, Paul. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot yeah. of good players there. We just need to make them into a team now. Well, that's uh, exactly what Barry said before the game. Sorry, Barry said it's going to be tight against Kilmarnock. Don't mm-hmm. look for, it's not going to be a yeah, hiding. And even, yeah. Paul, sometimes, when, I mean, I thought it was going to be 1-2-nothing yeah. mm-hmm. at the or 2-1. It was going to be close because uh, what George just says about the artificial surface and, and the biggest thing about people forget us Kilmarnock were, were really good they were really well set yeah. up and they've got a really experienced manager but I, even if you're struggling to create and score at least come away with something yeah. at so, least come away with at least a, a, a point ideally you've got you want to go off to a a flyer in terms of getting three points um, so that's what I was disappointed in George how are you feeling then after Servette? Well after the game on Wednesday night Wednesday night sorry I sat there and I watched it and I Everybody in the stadium is the exact same as me. I we win two one. Um, Flammer scores it's three nine. It's a completely different game, um, and it's just one of these shots that um, happened. It bounced off, and that's one of these things that happened. Um, it's a hard game going earlier, but the second half we just fell. Everything just everything just dropped. It. We're missing something. I don't know what it is. We're missing Paul. We're missing something in the middle of the park. I don't know what it is. It's a connection between the. the I, I honestly still think we need to go to three at the back. Um, and if you're going to have your tavern and by the way I was on here a couple of weeks ago slaughtering uh, Barisic and I thought Barisic done well the other night that would be fair to him um, if you're going to have the two as your wing backs and have your three centre half that might be the way you're going, going forward but there was just something missing for there but I think I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to have the score but I think we'll become a, a half decent team we've got decent enough players there um, Sofento as I already called the boy when he came on looked like a half decent player as well and people are saying about the strikers I think the strikers were quite fast and uh, willing to move about in that so I'm quite positive about it I'm not going to go, go over the score and say oh that's as a uh, beat off Kilmarnock in the first game of the season they want to get beat of course I, I was gutted as anybody but we're, we're into Europe and, and for me Paul and people didn't want to hear me saying this I, 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 don't, I think we're a, a, Euro, a Europa League um, team and that's as far as it is and I think our, our rivals across the city are the exact same 
Um, last season going in there against Ajax, I thought we could maybe take points off of them. Hammered Liverpool, take points off them. Hammered. I didn't want that again this year, Paul. I really didn't. I want a couple of teams at our level so we can actually get a, a bit of a result. You're paying two hundred pounds to go and watch your team yeah. getting scudded. Mark, what would you say? I, I mean, I think realistically, yes, Celtic yeah. and Rangers they are Europa League teams. However, George, financially, you know, Celtic have, have already got a big lead over Rangers financially. And if Rangers don't get into the Champions League, um, then that you know Celtic will, will go you know twenty twenty five million uh, more uh, again over Rangers. So I get you say you you there's a possibility of getting a couple of hidings or getting scudded. There's a word that, that that you used a couple of times, and I get that. But financially, you've got to stay in the game financially, and whether you like it or not, as a fan, that is the most important thing. That's why I say Rangers need to deliver Champions League football. Celtic have gone it in the bag. They've got the riches that come with it. Yeah, the Europa League, if you get a decent run, we'll get you 10, 12 million quid. But the Champions League is more than double that. Financially, it's a game changer. Barry, it is a balance though, isn't it? If you're scudded uh, in Champions League, it's not good. <laughs> I, I've not heard that for a while. I saw scudded. you smile. George, they like that word. I like that. But, but just come yeah. back on something about Wednesday night when George was speaking about the connection or something not right in the midfield. I thought Rangers get into good areas in Wednesday night it was just that final pass in the final third or that final cross and that that's where playing together I, I hope more and more then there's going to be that that connection because um, I could see good points up until they got round about Servette's box and then as I says it was just that final bit that let them let them down but in terms of Champions League look, I get what George is coming at I mean that was a tough watch I mean we watched it at we did at the hotel Radisson yeah, Red and um, yeah it was a sore watch and I get where he's coming from but I think if you ask MD it's connected with Rangers inside they're desperate to get that money um, through the door because listen it's it's a hell of a lot of money what is it 25-30 million pounds around can, that yeah and about that so yeah they, they'll be desperate to get into the, the Champions League you're writing today and I thought you, you probably saw it George when Barry said it took you time to get the understanding yeah, with look, you know, I spoke to people about this before I mean when I, I, I played I mean, the, the three guys or four guys that I mentioned Van Bronckhurst yeah. Alberts yeah. Claudia Arena two guys I mean yeah, you're talking about top class midfielders Advocate changed it sometimes and I played with a different partner and, and when whether they just come in through the door they all make different movements and different angles and different runs so it does take you a bit of time to get used to that and that's going to take time in the training ground it's going to take time in, on the pitch but it took two or three games for me to get up to speed with that so that's what's happening now and I'm going in terms of Dessers and Danilo who they're trying to get a partnership with you could see that it wasn't clicking but I'm hoping sooner rather than later and the more training sessions and the more games they get that that's going to click but again you don't get much time because I mean this month it's manic with games it's 8 or 9 games yep. up until the Celtic game so hopefully it clicks soon George final point from you what's your scoreline tomorrow? I just, I just want a win Paul I just, yeah. I just want a win I mean it's, it's alright we're saying all the first game of the season I think we've been beating 98 and I think we've been beating 71 in the first two games of the season um, okay. but I, I just want to win tomorrow again and by the way it's got to be another tough game and I'm not taking nothing away from Kilmarnock the other day because sure. Kilmarnock yeah. were outstanding they were set up well and that might be the thing with the League Cup Paul can you get any 
the games. And I don't think they had a good pre-season, but I think um, Kilmarnock getting the games and things like that, okay. it's a big bonus for the team stay. So we've got to, and I said to a few weeks ago, hit the ground running. We've got to start again, yeah. um, get the working socks on the motor and, and get the goal, get the, the game win and then move but, on to Wednesday again. Eh? Thanks, George. Barry, have you heard that? Get the working socks oh, on. Like yeah, he's got all the phrases. It's great, George. That's the yeah. team talk tomorrow. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, and we'll be back here on Monday. And while we'll be talking about your successes over the weekend, it's time to look at the predictions for the weekend. Will we kick off, Mark? Top of the pile here is Rangers against Livy tomorrow. We've got Ross County, St Johnson, St Mern against Dundee. So, three o'clock tomorrow, what do you think is going to happen? A Rangers 2, Livingston 0, two goals in the second half. And the scorers and the times. No. <laughs> Barry, what do you reckon? 2-0 Rangers? You'd... No, I'm going to go 3-1 Rangers. Okay, yeah. Yep. Are they going to go off to a flyer the way they did the other night? Well, they the, that, that's the, the way you've got yep. to play when you're at, at Ibrooks, Paul. Yeah, you've got to come out, and I keep using this word quite a lot, you've got to come out the traps. Um, they certainly done that on Wednesday night I, I, I actually enjoyed the first 25-30 minutes there was plenty of energy so I fully expect Rangers to do the same and um, they'll break Livingston down eventually and win the game pretty comfortably Here's the manager speaking about the how the players are feeling Well the squad's been reloaded if you like it's uh, a lot of the, the ideas are the same but it's reloaded we these players come in from different leagues and different countries and their family are settling and they're in and out of hotels, moving into new places. So you have to take the human element. But from what I'm seeing from the players, I'm happy. It's just, you know, they're just into a new club. It's, it's intense here, uh, as I'm sure they're already aware. But every day they'll get stronger. I've got a lot of faith in them. Just uh, that, that word that Michael Beale used a couple of times, reloaded. I watched, yeah. uh, I watched, watched, I watched uh, <laughs> Jürgen Klopp's presser this morning yeah. in his media conference mm-hmm. and he said look we've got new faces players have gone we're freshened up we needed to he says I, I guess you could see we are LFC reloaded did he? yeah, yeah. and now yeah. there's Michael Beale doing his conference this afternoon using that word reloaded a, a couple of times it seems to be the, yeah. the, the word of the day reloaded you get a there quick question about someone who's still at Rangers Scott Wright Scott Wright went over to speak to the team for Turkey the move fell through Scott Wright's a Rangers player and, and, and for the foreseeable until anything changes and Barry, still a couple of players to come in, do you think? Maybe one more, two more? Yeah, there could be one or two more. Um, yeah. I, I think that will come through the, the, the door. Um, so, we just need to wait and see, Paul. We've got a, a few weeks left, um, the transfer window. Um, and still there's been talk of Kamara and, yeah, and etc. Yeah. going out the door. So, still nothing happening there. I think there needs to be one or two, one or two, sorry, go out before... Um, any more can come in Barry what's going to happen at Dingwall tomorrow Ross County against St Johnson I think it's going to be a tough one yeah. for St Johnson um, I, was, I was actually impressed with Ross County mm-hmm. against Celtic thought they were decent good players first 20 minutes got a good, uh, they've got a good manager yeah. uh, again he knows how to, to operate a, a team so I'm going to go Ross County to St Johnson nil Mark it was a 3-3 up there the last time Paul towards the end of the season in, in Dingwall uh, I'm going to go for a score draw again um, 1-1 in Dingwall OK you're going for a draw there and Mark your old club you played with distinction for some money <laughs> Reserves. <laughs> you can just tell I'm raging that I didn't even get a trial for Hamilton Aki so right St Mirren against with, Dundee did you play with Blintyre Vicks Vicks no 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 
No, I didn't even get a junior game. I played for the amateur team. Amateur. Scottish that, Amateur that League. Yeah. That was tough. I was 15 and they were. Guys said, Where are you, son? I said, Where are you? 34. Position? I thought you said. <laughs> I, was, I was a winger, wee winger. Wee tricky winger. I was a wee right on the right. Cutting inside. Uh huh. Yeah. Love it. We right dip, dip with a shoulder <laughs> on the inside yeah, on the left cheek. Any more questions? <laughs> Mark, who's going to dip the shoulder tomorrow? St Mirren against Dundee. Oh, good. That, that, that's, a, that's a cracker. I'm, yeah. I'm, tempted, yeah. I'm tempted to go to Paisley tomorrow, okay. but I probably won't. Um, oh, 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two yes. on that one. Okay. Get along to the, the game. What a result for St Mirren yeah. last weekend. Brilliant, brilliant season yeah. last year, yeah. Paul. Finishing yep. in the top six, um, and that, listen, they've got good players at Man. Mm. Again, they're another team that's very well set up, very well coached. Um, what you I think it'll be close, but I'm going to go St. Man two one, two one for St. Mirren, and then Sunday, twelve o'clock, Aberdeen against Celtic. So you reckon Rangers will win tomorrow? So yes. puts a, does that put a wee bit of pressure on Celtic? Yeah, listen, it might. I don't know. You would need to ask yourself Celtic sure. players um, that. Good answer. Um, what do you think is going to happen, Petardi? I think it's going to be um, a feisty encounter. I think Barry Robson will have them well fired up, and I'm going to go one each. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, I'm going to go Aberdeen one, Celtic one. Because last week, I think you were all saying they'll go to September the third. Yeah, I know. And, I did. And both will be maximum but points. Watching. Watching both, I wasn't overly impressed with, with Celtic either. But the thing that Celtic have got is when they create chances, they're very, very clinical. And that's the difference. Mark? Yeah, I mean, I, I think as well what Celtic have got in their favour, Paul, is no midweek football. They've not got that stress that Rangers have got and, and in the best possible way, you know, stress. But um, for Celtic, Brendan Rodgers, a chance to get three or four really good sessions, you know, because his players are still learning about him and he's learning about them um, and integrating some new players I agree feisty feisty on Sunday I think that's one not to be missed Aberdeen won Celtic 3 probably a few other yeah Brendan Rodgers was asked with uh, Carl Starfelt going out who's coming in well clearly yeah. if we lose a, a centre half I'd want to bring in another one but I've got nothing to add there's, there's probably a few other names that'll be mixed in that there and if I speak about everyone then uh, we might be here for a little while. And he was asked about the Kieran Tierney situation. Yeah, I don't speak on what ifs. You know, there's speculation around many players coming into here. Naturally, there's a an association, a link with Kieran because of his past here and our past together. But but there's nothing nothing to add to that. I want to add to the squad, and uh, if we can strengthen that over the course of the the next coming weeks, then I'll be happy with that. So Brendan Rodgers ahead of that return to Petardji. Mark, I saw you smile earlier when he talked about that game when. Uh, Scott Brown played so well. Remember that time a couple of years, well, a number of years ago. Yeah, and yeah. Then there was the tackle, wasn't it? The ball was kicked at him or something. Yeah, it was like, the... I think Scott Brown had a couple of incidents yeah. up at Petodji, you know, yeah. and then of course he ended up, you know, being assistant manager yeah. there uh, under Stephen Glass, playing assistant. Um, so uh, look, they're always good games at Petodji. Yeah. Barry Robson's and his backroom staff have really got Aberdeen. Uh, going again I think he'll want to add some players to his squad yeah. Paul bearing in mind you know, they've got a European qualifier coming in, um, up as well but Petodge will be bouncing on Sunday absolutely bouncing Aberdeen won the clubs that have restricted their away allocation as well I think yes. so yep. um, but yeah it'll be a cracking game to watch 2-1 you reckon 3-1 Celtic 3-1 sorry yep. Barry you reckon a draw yeah score draw I'm totally contradicting what yeah. I said last I week yeah. see I've been listening <laughs> but right. I, I, yeah, okay. it's just with yeah. watching the games because I think it's always a good taster to watch yeah. at the weekend and 
Yeah, I just think, listen, I may be wrong. You never know. No, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to change your mind. <laughs> never know. Aberdeen might win. What about Hearts then against Kilmarnock? The Hearts traditionally don't do well after Europe. No, and that's the reason why um, I'm going to go Hearts one, Kilmarnock one. I was very impressed yeah. with Kilmarnock. Yeah. Again, a lot of the talk was about how poor Rangers were or whatever. But I think you've you've got to give the Kilmarnock players credit. Um, well set up, good formation, yep. tough to beat. So I think that's going to end up my draw. What do you reckon, Mark? I'm going to go Hearts to sneak it. 2-1. Okay. A late winner. Okay. And a great game in Lanarkshire on uh, Sunday, 3 o'clock. Motherwell against Hibs. Mark, what are you thinking? Motherwell v Hibs. Yeah, Hibs will be a bit topsy-turvy, but a good win for them at home to uh, mm-hmm. Luzerne. And, and, and good as well to see their, their uh, debut on uh, Dylan Vente getting, getting a yeah. goal. Motherwell first part, though. Kettlewell, sure Kettlewell's got them going. I'm going to go... 1-0 Motherwell so that would be their first win after the draw last weekend yep. Barry I mean we could say the same thing about Hibs coming off a European game but it was a home game and they might be buoyed by it they're hard to read aren't they what do you think they are hard to read I mean again they were, I thought they were impressive last night um, when I watched them um, but I'd, taking into account the game Motherwell I like Stuart Kettlewell I like the way he, he goes about his, his business um, I'm going to go the same exact same result as Mark 1-0 Motherwell. No Motherwell. And breaking news, Hibs are going to be doing the kill walk on the September oh, 17th. Brilliant. Yep, the manager and the whole team will be there. That's great. Doing Fantastic. the men's team will yeah. be there. So, should be good September 17th. So, that's how it'll look from your point of view this weekend. Can we look at the championship in the last two minutes? Yeah. So, Partick Thistle at Airdrie, West of Scotland Derby. Mark, who would you go for on that one? Uh, ooh... 2-2 two, two again I'll go that's two, what you two. go 2-2 two, two again yep. fire. Barry Ayer yeah. against Inverness can I throw that at you what do you reckon <sighs> both of them lost both of them will be desperate yeah. off the mark um, I'm going to go a draw one each Dundee United Dunfermline Mark throwing you that one 2-1 two, one, Dundee United mm-hmm. Queen's Park are both Barry I'm going to go Queen's Park to win the game 2-0 mm-hmm. and your tips uh, Wraith Rovers against Morton what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going yeah. to go. I was going to be close. Doug mm. uh, sets his team up well again, but I'm going to go Wraith Rovers 2-1. Mark, on that one, we'll find out. Who's your tip, Mark, for the title down south? So, Man City, can they make it? Yeah, it, it's hard to see past uh, Man City. So, I'm going to go Man City, but I think Man United will be the team that will push them all the way. Do you? Yeah. Barry, what do you feel? I think it will be close I think there'll be three or four teams that will be in, in the mix but again I'm similar to Mark I can't see past yeah. Man City Pep Guardiola the way Ireland it's yeah the, the way they, they play the game um, yep for me Man City and Burnley back in the top flight that's on yeah. tonight I see they've arrived already Burnley against Man City it's quite a change isn't it from Turf Moor yep, and yeah. obviously Vincent Company who yep. was <clears throat> ex-captain of Man City yep. what a pl- centre back he was um, so yep that'll be, a, that'll be a tough one I don't think that'll be easy for Man City but they'll win the game 2-1 Mark 2-0 Man City 2-0 Man City well done to Martin who was on earlier £250 yeah, 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 to stuff. spend it earlier our first winner uh, the other two guys in recent weeks won 200 each but £250 listen have a fantastic weekend you too, Paul. for all the games and we'll see you Monday at 5 thanks so much coming up after the news is Zoe Kelly cheers Paul the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products let's go